I just feel like um, if you say four forks with a Boston accent, it's easier to say. Oh, boy. Oh, incredible. That's I'm, insane. I didn't I'm even not think gonna, of that. That's all Oba. I could think of was when you guys are saying it. I was like, well, you don't say it correctly. Oh man, I'm I'm say. always on the lookout for like really good Boston sports names. You know so that like, Jack Edwards is gonna milk that. It's never it's never better than Noma Gassiapara, but and like it just you you can't get that many like Boston syllables into it. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the jungle. We got fun and games. This is the Brews and Bruins podcast. Um, episode 68? 69. Yeah. Wait, what? 68? I don't know what episode it is of season two. Let me look it like up. We gotta know if it's the 69th <laughs> or not. Um, I am Drew Johnson, your fearless leader uh, tonight. Uh, I am with Chris Gear. It's 68. <laughs> Oh, it is. Damn it. <laughs> Sorry to kill your buzz like that, man. We have Chanel Keenan on with us, aka the Kraken Girl, as you go by on Twitter now. Yep, aka the Kraken Girl. Um, this is the Bruiser Birds podcast, uh, sponsored by DraftKings of the Hockey Podcast Network podcast, sponsored by DraftKings, presented by Bruins Diehards. Sponsored. By DraftKings. <laughs> the games are underway, and DraftKings is bringing you to the podium. DraftKings free-to-play pools are available every day of the games in Tokyo and offering a free shot at up to $50,000 in total cash prizes. That's up to $50,000. Up for grabs, and the best part is it's free-to-play. DraftKings free-to-play pools are easy to enter. Just download the DraftKings app, go to pools, and choose from a wide variety of free contests for an opportunity to win cash prizes. Uh, all you have to do is answer a handful of questions. Uh, questions will range from metal count to questions specific to the USA team. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings app now. And use promo code THPN when you sign up to get your free shot at up to $50,000 in total cash prizes every day of the Olympic Games in Tokyo. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for full details. Chris, what are you drinking? I have, I believe this is new on on the podcast. Um, We'll have to have Lancey check in on that. Uh, I've got a Mason Aleworks checkerboard red. Uh, it's a hazy IPA with mosaic and galaxy. It is an eight percent IPA. Um, yeah, and it's uh, it hits you. You know what's gonna hit. First you. of all, though, uh, tasteability. You can taste it. It's got kind of like a, like a tropical fruit flavor to it. Maybe more of like a guava than a citrus kind of deal. Um, gonna give it a 23 for tasteability drinkability uh like a lot of higher abv beers it's definitely sweeter so it kind of counters that alcohol flavor and it's not super bitter um 
but also you got that high alcohol. So, you know, it kind of balances out. We'll go 15. Nice. Chanel, do you have anything? No. I have a Green Fountains IPA from Ten Ben's Beer uh, Brewing Company. It's in uh, out of Vermont. I've had this on the podcast before. So you can just text Lancey and ask for my original review um, and original ratings. Tasteability, it's really hoppy. Um, and they kind of advertise that on the front of the can with what looks about like six dozen hops estimate we should do this as a contest like we have a bunch of hops in a jar and like people have to guess how many they are by looking at <laughs> um, uh, so tasteability way up there gonna go with a 35 and drinkability it's 7.2 percent as well but as stated earlier it is really hoppy but it's kind of easy Pretty smooth for an IPA, so I'm gonna go with a 25 on drinkability. Oh yeah, I'm hosting, so um, <laughs> a lot is happening. What is happening? Where should we start? I mean, let's start with our guest. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Chanel, you were at the expansion draft. You are now a celebrity. Um, so what was that experience like? And ha- just, you take it. <laughs> um, what, what month comes before July? June? Okay, yeah, June. In <laughs> June, the last week of June, I was like, what if I ask to come to the expansion draft? Like, is it a really, really bad time to finally go and see all these people that I've been working with for 10 months um, because it's just been such a, a weird long time. And I was like, this seems like it could either be a perfect time to come or not a perfect time to come. And because it costs so much to go, I was kind of hoping my boss would tell me to fuck off um, and stay home. But then when I asked him if I could come, he was like, this would be the perfect time for you to come visit. And I was like, okay um and then a week before I went I got an email asking if I wanted to do one of the picks and I was like uh sure like okay if I say no to this I feel like that's absolutely silly um and I did not want to have any regrets so I said yes um and it was a very interesting and crazy experience. I didn't take any pictures, but every time I looked over at my mom, she was holding her phone up like five feet away <laughs> from her face, taking pictures of literally everything. Um, so I was like, all right, I'll live in the moment and I won't take any pictures because um, I was also just so nervous the entire time. I didn't eat all day. Um, the way they told me it was going to happen, it seemed like I was going to have um, like 30 seconds to say something. And I have um, like 15 seconds, literally, of actually speaking. 
Um, and it wasn't the best, but no one seems to care. They keep just saying how happy they are that I didn't say Panthers, except I'm going to have a nightmare <laughs> about it forever. Um, and I just watched the clip back today, only the beginning part, not what I actually said. And I didn't even register that he said Panthers when I was there and when I watched the clip back before. Um, and so now I understand why everybody was so mad. I thought it was like a third person who said it, not that guy. So I was like, and I also know that guy's important, but I can't remember his name or who he is or what he does. So he's Chris Fowler get... and he does like college yeah. football stuff, I think. Okay. I was like, am I, I was like, is he hockey? Like what? It... But he must just be ESPN because obviously Don Moore was Don Moore. So um, during my practice, I had a rehearsal. Um, and it was just me at the park um, with the production team or whatever. And the guy was like, okay, you're going to do your pick with Dominic Moore. And I was like, oh, I know who that is. And he was like, you do? And I was like, yeah, I don't know who Dominic Moore is. Like, <laughs> I was like, I have a Bruins sticker on the back of my chair. How could I forget Bruins legend Dom Moore? Um, <laughs> I was just like, it It just made me laugh because it's it just ridiculous. And then, um, so there was like ESPN production and then there was Kraken production and the Kraken production was someone that I knew and he was like, oh yeah, Chanel knows her hockey. Of course she knows who Don Moore is. I'm like, yeah, the heck. Um, but the, their production team was really nice. It was just like one of those like backhanded, comments because well for many reasons it could just been because I was a girl and they were like how do you know who Dominic Moore is and I'm like because of course I know <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah it was it was so nerve-wracking I was so nervous um it was really hot in the beginning and I was wearing long pants essentially um and I thought I was gonna pass out it was just like ridiculous and then by the end of it like once the sun was like covered by the clouds it was like almost cold so I was like what the <laughs> fuck is going on with the weather here um but yeah that was insane and also like coming off of my flight there like the day before I was just like I don't know what I was running on but it was not sleep so <laughs> <laughs> excitement uh, yeah, I would have I would have been absolutely terrified, and I probably would have um, mispronounced Morgan Geeky's name or something. Yeah, it I it was weird because obviously that day you guys know like everything was leaking like crazy, and before I had practice at one o'clock, and they were all out by the time, and that's West Coast time, so. Um, I, was, I said to the production team, like, yeah, I'll pretend like I don't know who I'm announcing when I announce it. Um, they didn't even tell me who I was announcing till, um, I think, till we were, like, actually about to do it. I couldn't remember, actually. I think he said, I think I knew the team and, like, around what time I was doing it. They didn't tell me, like, what number either till later, Um and then I was like, do you know, like, how far in, like, I'm going to be doing it? Because, like, I know my family is going to be watching, but I didn't want to have to make them watch the entire thing. Um, and he was like, yeah, you're going to be, like, in 
like the seventh act or something and I was like okay um and then he was like yeah there's like 28 or something something like much longer and I was like oh okay like the first third of the show whatever um so it was it was really interesting I don't think I'll ever do anything like that ever again even though it's literally only two seconds um I think the outside elements was what really just did it dirty for me but um I know it was crazy yeah I mean it was cool seeing one, it was cool seeing you on. I didn't see it live because I was. I think that you we guys were, were recording. We were recording. <laughs> I saw Lancey's but... tweet. I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, well, it could." Well, they were like, "Don't tell anyone." And then the press release came out like the next day after they told me not to tell anybody. And then I was just like, "If people see it, they see it." Because I didn't really want people I knew to see it, which did not happen. So many people <laughs> saw it. Um, <laughs> but yeah. No, it, it was really cool seeing the the reaction to, to you being on TV too. That was just absolutely everywhere on Burns Twitter. Uh, incredible stuff. Yeah, I guess not not just Burns Twitter, hockey Twitter. Yeah, it, yeah. Was not say, limited was, to Burns Twitter. <laughs> it was not limited to Burns Twitter at all. And okay, so I saw the video, and I've com- I commented on your Facebook page because you posted oh, yeah. it there. It, it's just the video of, I get you gotta put the Kraken sticker on. You are now part of the Seattle Kraken, like yeah. official family there. Um, and so I get it. you gotta replace the Bruins one, but to ha- to see it torn up like that afterwards <laughs> was just not. It, it definitely struck me. It was pretty brutal, and I know it wasn't um, you tearing it, but no, just the so symbolism. <laughs> I I was there. I waited till the next Monday after. So Monday of this week, we had a party. Um, the whole the whole team, we had a really cool party at a winery. And all the days leading up to it, I was getting shit from everybody about it being there. Um, once people caught wind of it being there, when my boss visited back in um, May, I was like, it just spread like wildfire. And then when they started in person, it was just so much worse. So I held off as long as I could because I thought someone might finally just bring me one to replace it with. Um, But no, we had to pay for one. So um, I I knew two of my friends that like legitimately we're going to enjoy the removal process of it. So I was like, all right, I'll surprise it, surprise them with it. Um, and they, as you saw in the video, were way too happy to oblige. Um, it was just like, I, it couldn't have gone funnier. If like, I couldn't release the audio of it. I got a text right away from one of my friends. I was like, hey, I think I say something in the, so can you not post it with sound? I was like, oh yeah, totally. Um, but you can see, Uh, the girl who tore it up say let's go very clearly if you're watching her mouth when she tears it um she is a flyers and i think oh she took her sweet time doing it so i have a flyers fan a philly fan oh yeah philadelphia area fan then um at my other friends at Penguins, then I don't think my friend Zach, who put it on, has any other team. If he does, I don't know it. 
just an OG Kraken fan. He's yeah. just, yeah, well, he's one of the first employees, so he really is like, he was a Metropolitan's fan actually back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> he's, yeah, he's, he's 90,000 years old. He was Still waiting for the Sonics to come <laughs> Yeah, it was so bad. So he was so, so happy to put it on. Um, it was just like, it, it was really funny. Um, but yeah, it hurt my heart a little bit too. I didn't realize it was kind of already fucked up. Like when he, when she took it off, you can see like it's already kind of ripped. And I was like, oh, if I knew it was, I mean, I don't see it. So I'm like, if I knew it was like looking that bad, I probably would have just got a new one. Um, but what they don't know is, is I'm probably going to be getting a new chair either this year or early next year. So the sticker may, may, may not go on that one too i don't know um but yeah they'll have to do something with that one too i just I feel like there's it. room for both <sighs> well when you get like I, a decal instead of a sticker for the bruins right when i got in that weird rap solutions brad marchand like <laughs> situation i was in in february or whatever the fuck that was um that was my idea was to have them both on there like Bruins and Kraken like next to each other and like whatever but because that has gone absolutely nowhere which is totally fine with me because um that's totally fine with me um I I don't know and I think there's already like some other one on there but yeah it's I'm getting so many comments from home and this is like not a flex but it's kind of a flex because like Thursday last week um cam neely's son followed me on instagram and when this video went up on my instagram he was like ouch and i was like wait a <laughs> second first of all how did you find me second of all how are you talking to me right now like what is happening but i showed this to dom and dad uh, he was literally dom just and, like dom and dad uh, i know I'm they like, don't like it great there goes that connection <laughs> like can't mend that sense um but it's just it's just been such a crazy time and even though i'm not drinking i feel delirious right now so i apologize <laughs> to everybody uh just the best. so I, I know you get to like meet a lot of your your coworkers, friends that you hadn't met before but did you get to meet any like random celebrities or anything i know you were sitting behind kyle lewis randomly. well yeah you knew who i was sitting behind and like he i could i didn't know who the hell he was i just knew that he was very handsome in person and so mm -hmm. was the people next to him and his and their handler the woman they were with was super nice and super funny um because they were just like just there um i was I was in something called the Preview Center, which is where um, season ticket holders, like really like high up season ticket holders get to pick their seats. And there's this whole like 3D model of the arena in there. I got the whole presentation. It was really cool. Um, but they had a meeting with Jerry Bruckheimer there on Friday or Monday, Friday. Yeah, Friday. And I was there for that. Um, I was not there in the meeting, but I was just, like, there in the room area that he was in, and he was just, like, walking around. Um, and I was just like, that's a lot of money walking around in front of me. <laughs> um, 
that is insane. It doesn't make sense. And I wish I could appreciate him the way like a television buff or whatever would, but I was just like, this is just so normal and so weird at the same time. <laughs> um, but I think like the I don't know, I think meeting Dave Haxall, our coach, was like the most interesting because he was just a dad. Like he was just so normal and like actually had a personality and so did um Jason Botterell. He was really nice. Um which I feel like is kind of unexpected from him given how sad his <laughs> life previously was. Um <laughs> uh yeah, I don't know. Not not no, no, nothing like crazy. I didn't get to meet any of the guys, which I'm on a really great streak of not meeting an active NHL player. Um, me too. Uh, insane streak. It's, not, it's been, not a been a while one. for me. Not, yes. not since uh, Sergei Samsonov. Um, but he was injured at the time, so was he really mm-hmm. active? Like He was on the IR. Like I think the only even former NHL player I've ever met was Grant Fuhr. That's crazy. Johnny Busick grilled me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've only told that story 50 times. I will, I want that to be on my gravestone, like <laughs> in small text. By the way. Oh, and and to be clear, I'm not saying you shouldn't keep telling that story. 50 more you times is more that story. <laughs> it should be on every episode. <laughs> I think it's just like the fact that he grilled me a burger like i feel like it should be the other way around yes, very funny yeah it should be the other way around oh man i i legitimately met david Creasy's small child like when she was two and i've never and i didn't meet him and i'm like this is this is how it makes sense this is my life like i meet the children and that that's totally fine with me i think i drove past him once at a a, a camp that they had like a thousand years ago um because like i looked at him and he was going into the arena with his like bag this is when their practice was in wilmington or whatever um and i looked at him and i was like why do you look so familiar and by the time he like left my sideline i was like oh there's david creature you moron like so that's as close as it's got for me I've met the children. I've met the children. Now Cam Neely's son. I've met the children. She's just meeting the children. Honestly, <laughs> it's probably for the best. Um, I've been I in the same room. I didn't get to meet JT, which is really upsetting for me. Um, but who cares? I, Lexi wasn't there. And that's all that matters. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's... I, I feel like that was something that I wished happened for you, but... Um, yeah, I've been in the same room as, or I guess, same building, because uh, it was a hockey rink. But uh, same, <laughs> same building as uh, as Willie O'Ree. Uh, that which, counts. Which is cool, because like that's being super close to hockey royalty. But he lives in San Diego, and I haven't met him yet, and I feel like that's kind of a loss. Yeah. So it wasn't TD Garden, just to be clear. No, it was... if that's the case, I've been in the same room as a lot of active NHL <laughs> players and just yeah. NHL players in general. I've, I've been in the same room as uh, Andre Kasha, Shea Theodore, yeah, Josh okay. Manson, if you if you like that. Nick Ritchie, have you? I have, played for Anaheim for a bit. I have because I did go to Ducks games. I don't think he was ever on the 
the San Diego Gulls while I was there. Bruins but, legend, Nick Ritchie. Yeah, uh, maybe former. Haven't Has he signed anywhere yet? I don't think no. that happened. He was... That sucked. He was like reported. I'm kind of to, surprised. He was reported to have signed with the Bruins yesterday, and then, or maybe it was two days. I don't. I don't know what day it is. Um, yeah, it was yesterday. Um, as of this today recording. is Thursday. We're recording. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I guess the the Foligno thing came through, and it was like, well, I don't really have room for two of these. Mm. Uh. Speaking of Nick Ritchie, speaking of the Bruins, I know Chanel's a Kraken now, but I know you got some Bruins takes in you. So. Yeah, I do. <laughs> your roots will forever be in Boston. We will not let you forget because we will try to have you on. For some reason, you come on, even though you're a I just can't believe you guys keep inviting me back. I think it's your problem, not mine. but uh we had a listener question from uh jess and i mean i think it's just like something i kind of wanted to talk about anyway is just grading their off season in general um i'm gonna do it on a scale of one to 37 but if you want to use letter grades (laughs) you can (laughs) but i'd like to get your thoughts first because I don't have a grade in mind, and I have to do it based on Wait, yours, of course. Wait, you teed that up you just, like you knew what you were going to say. Yeah, just putting Chanel on the spot right now. Give it to me. <laughs> oh, I meant it up. to Chris equally. I meant, I meant okay. to both well, of you. Chris, um, your turn. Yeah, right Chris, now, go ahead. Um, I'll yes, go t- taking everything into consideration is probably like a 17. Um, yeah, I mean. Out of 37? Yeah, you get. You get Taylor Hall on good money. You get Mikey Riley on good money. And then you go and just kind of like spend the rest of it on weird shit, um, <laughs> which is kind of how it's kind of like when you go to the mall. <laughs> yeah. Like it, when I was a kid and like your parents give you a little bit of money to go to the mall and they're like, well, you got to get like, you have to get clothes for school and you got to get, make sure you get like a, a notebook and stuff. And then like you buy all the cheapest shit and then you go buy a bunch of weird shit with the rest of the money. And that's how you end up with like Eric Halla. <laughs> um, I would honestly give them. I'm going to go John Moore. I'm going to give him a 27. I'm going to go wow. 10 higher. Um, because you, you big no chick fan. Yeah, for sure. Um, no, but seriously, I think their signings, I I think it's going to solve the depth scoring, which is really what separated them um, the past few seasons of not being able to win the cup, either not going deep enough or you see against St. Louis where that whole, that whole postseason depth scoring wasn't um, 100% there. So I think you solve a lot of that with the players they signed. Um, and I think – what would put what would make it a 37 is if they signed Taylor Hall to like 0.5 million, which is impossible. Um, but would, what would make the grade higher seriously is that uh, they would really solve like the problem at defense. They would really like, I don't, I, I still see Mike Riley kind of as a guy that could just be on that middle pair. Like, I don't, and I know there wasn't many people available, 
I'm confused by what you're saying. Like signing an absolute star at D would be sick, but there wasn't yeah, got, really anybody. You got Matt Grizzly as so. your top pairing lefty, and you got Mike yeah. Riley as your second pairing lefty. I think that's really good. I think um, Mike Riley is really good, but I would think with some of that money, they would really try to stack on D because that was also an issue. Um, but they yeah, got some th- depth there, and I, Mike I th- Riley's. I think depth would have been but... depth would have been good, but also you're forgetting they got Vakaninen and Zaboral. Um, yeah, I'm just thinking of not just like going forward, but for this season. But I don't. I don't I'm love, good with what they did. I think they. Did I don't good. love Forbort, the... I th- but I think uh, a third pairing of him and Cliffy is going to be fun. That that is going to be fun, and maybe that's the we just got. I got ten minute warning that Zoom meeting's gonna end. I can upgrade. What's the upgrade cost? Let's see. (laughs) That that's my rating. (laughs) Chanel, do you have a rating? Um. Yeah, you get a zero because if I knew you had no. If you had basic Zoom, I would have hosted for you guys, you dummy. <laughs> so you get a zero out of 37. Um, I will say this. I was, and this is off topic kind of, but I was surprised that we, the Kraken, took um, Lausanne. I was kind of mad about it because I was like, damn, I wish the Bruins had been able to keep Lausanne, I thought we were going to take Jake. Um, that's weirding me out. The no crazy contract yet is weirding me out. Um, he finally gets cool people to play with, and now I'm like, where are you at? Um, I want to give them a 25. I feel like I feel comfortable with what they did. I think we still have some things we need to get before I feel super comfortable. Um, I had, I was talking to my friend Lydia yesterday about um, our goalie signing and she was kind of freaking out, but I was like, but this way Tuca doesn't have to feel super pressured to recover quickly. And like, you know, that's, I feel like that's a little bit up in the air right now as far as his surgery is concerned and everything. And I'm like, I don't want him to rush back here. And then, for him to get dumped on like he always does by a good chunk of our fan base. So if there's any way to prevent that, that'd be sick. Um, I think obviously it's kind of hard to not get people overpriced. I was really confused that we got Nick Foligno. Um, I thought it was cool. I was like, okay, cool. But then I was like, really? Um, but uh, yeah, but why can't I? I've, like so tired you guys um why can't i remember his name the tweet that was like when the leafs are trying to decide between hall and Salino, and then when we have both hall and Salino now and i was like you're <laughs> so right and that's so funny i believe that was an ian mclaren tweet <laughs> i mean i think it i think it was um not ty anderson the other one you guys know um <laughs> there's a lot of other ones between Ian McLaren and Ty Anderson. Oh my god. Very wide I'm range so of... upset that I can't 
writers and podcasters. I hope it's Matt. Pete. It's Pete. Oh, Pete Pete? Blackburn. Former guest of the pod. He doesn't follow me, so that's why I forgot his name. Sorry. He doesn't follow me either. I don't even think he follows Bruce and Bruins. He follows me. (laughs) Well, you (laughs) met him in real life. Well, he didn't follow me until after. uh, Oh, I know, but you have a story about meeting him in real life. I'm just like, hey, I'm the other guy on the podcast. Hey, (laughs) what's up, Pete Blackburn? I can't believe I forgot. Sorry, Pete. I know you don't care. I exist, but <laughs> feel bad for forgetting your name. Um, yeah. Anytime we can jump on the leash is a is a good time. Um, but yeah, I, I think I'm like 25. I feel like that's okay. I don't know. I'm glad we yeah. have Carlo back. Brandon Carlo. Can we like get him a new brain, please? I'm like really worried for him. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little worried too. Um, I, I guess I, I would I would also just say it's incomplete right now because as of this moment you don't have a second line center. Um, I guess the idea is Eric Halla is the third line center if you don't have Krejci and Coyle moves up to the second line, and then you kind of hope his knee injury is better. I don't know. So yeah, if this I'm... is if this is it, then. That kind of the team is worse than it was last year. Yeah, no, you need you need Krejci to resign. I'm just watching this clock keep going down. Yeah, it's getting pretty stressful. And I'm asking myself, like, if you make me host, will it go away? Or do we have to start a new one in five minutes? Or are we just gonna end in five minutes? Do you want to host the next one, or can I transfer hosts to you so it keeps going? I think you can tran if it if you transfer it and it doesn't stop doing that then obviously i'll just host the next one yeah just host the next be trusted. one i think okay. because we're recording i think if i switch hosts it's not funny i'm so mad honestly Why the thing is that? i knew that but i also Ooh. knew i had a i had a school account yeah Salem so state I, what's up I work account I had I have my school account, so I thought that still worked for a little bit. Like I thought it would get me through the summer. Like I get if they cancel it after that. Yeah, they but, got you with that. Like I uh, honestly, I think I couldn't remember my password, but it'd be. But I tried all my regular ones, you know. <laughs> but, I, so, I also knew that I also knew that Chanel had a, a premium account, but I thought Drew had one too, so. I did, but I didn't remember, and I was panicking. I was like, I am late. I need to just get a link. All right, sign in via Google. <laughs> wow. Yeah. The Rangers just signed Ryan Reeves. I know. Or I guess traded for him for a third. That's So they something. signed him. Yeah. <laughs> this is, like, they're just – so they got Jared Tenorti. They got – Jared Tenorti uh, and Ryan Reeves. Barkley Goodrow, Ryan Reeves, and they're trying to just like make an anti Tom Wilson team. <laughs> Good. That's sick. That's awesome. I don't care if the Rangers are competitive. If they can beat up Tom Wilson and just have a rivalry with them, <laughs> like that's awesome. It's and they so play fun. each other six times too, right? Because they're in the same division. Or no, it's only four, it's not six anymore. Right? Do we care about the Columbus Blue Jackets? Because they just had a signing too. No, but what did they do? But I know they signed Sean Corrali earlier. Zach Berensky got a six-year extension with them Ooh. with a $9.5 million Matched eight. the uh, Seth Jones one. Um, yeah. And he's a lot better than Seth Jones, so that's good for them. 
I just got the Ryan Reeves bound for Big Apple notification, which is what I subscribe to. I subscribe to uh, weird headlines about Ryan Reeves. <laughs> Alerts me once every... That makes sense. I don't know. Every three months, there's just something. Um. So, Chris, would we like to do some listener questions or do we have our own stuff to... Because oh, I feel like it's just going to drag us through the... We would love to do some listener here. questions, but I have to go through 20 notifications to get there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because, Drew, you tagged us in... You tagged our account in whatever... Hey, Gear B&B, are we still <laughs> recording at Brews and Bruins at 9.30? So I need to go back and find find this okay all right well i guess we'll start with cats uh hi first time caller should the bruins have waited to see jeremy swayman put up a larger sample size before dealing away their other future starter i'll hang up and listen thanks i like cam's response to that question aren't you supposed to be the one these (laughs) we bring these questions to (laughs) (laughs) that's my answer no um I think that's fine because I think the plan is to sign Tuca if he's healthy and wants to in the second half. And I think they will do that at a one-year league minimum contract. I honestly think Tuca would take that because he's not going anywhere. He said he's not going anywhere. He wants to be in Boston because his kids have grown up here and they're in school and they have friends and shit. Um, and he obviously just likes the Boston area. So it's not like a Krejci situation where Krejci is thinking about going back to the Czech Republic. Uh, Rask, at the, as far as I know, based on his outward appearance, like, you know, in the media, he was not looking to go back to Finland right now. Um, maybe that happens said, if one I'm playing day. anywhere, it's in Boston. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think he'd sign a one-year league minimum because he'd be playing a couple months for the team. Like, I don't even think he comes back in January. I'm thinking it's like late February after the Olympics that he would return. So he's really only playing a handful of months. And if it's a, Hey, you're going to get like a real look at if you're healthy, you're going to get minutes. You're going to probably be our our go-to guy unless Swayman or Olmark are going off at like fucking at a record breaking pace. Um, And if it's his chance to win the cup, if it's one last time, Fucking do it. Even if he's not 100% healthy, if you have the league minimum available in cap space, do it. You have like a fucking Vesna winner on your roster. Um, and if he winds up being healthy and really good, you have a Vesna winner on your roster starting for you. So I, I'm fine with the signing of Allmark. I think they'll obviously split the crease. Maybe you lean towards Allmark and give Swayman some backup minutes and then, or just see them you know fight it out in camp but um i'm fine with the signing i think it's fine to do that at this point yeah so what i think cat was uh, alluding to was trading dan vladar oh um, that and def- that's fucking fine swing yeah, is better than uh, vladar and they got all mark would be my i mean answer. and what we've what we've talked to cat about on this podcast i I don't think cat has any strong feelings about vladar as a as a starter so um yeah i mean i I think the idea going into the season if you sign uh linus olmark was 
Vladar as your backup because he didn't have uh he was waiver exempt so like you couldn't send him down without putting him through waivers and someone's going to claim that guy um obviously if a if he's worth a third round pick to the flames um so yeah i mean if you want swayman not playing in the ahl i don't know it's it, he showed enough last year i'm like fine put him in the nhl i know uh, i always defer to cat on stuff like this and she was saying like yeah this guy needs more development time um a full season in the ahl would would do that and you know we talked about the adjustment to the adjustment um <laughs> making <laughs> making sure that like he's teams have had a full off season to get video on this guy and and try to exploit his weaknesses and it's all, it's all going to be about how he adjusts to that. And, you know, if they're splitting the crease, that's, that's totally cool. And that's kind of how the NHL works right now. Like $5 million isn't 70 games starter minutes for Olmark. Yeah. Like that's, that's one a money. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're splitting at 60, 40, that's, money that's plenty for, for Swayman to, you know, get in the groove. Um, and if one of them gets hot, you, you ride it. So I don't mind it. I think, I think four years is a long time for, uh, you know, to give that money to old Mark when you don't really know what you have there. Um, but on the other hand, you don't really know what you have with Swayman either. Um, so whatever. Um, I don't think that's the worst thing that happened in the off season. I forget Chanel. the question at this point, but Chanel, if you have thoughts on <laughs> um, I think that signing made more sense to me than us getting Nick Foligno. Um Not that I don't love that man, but I'm like, okay, I feel like this feels like a good backup plan if Tuca is not okay. And if you know, if they can split the load between the two of them, that's great. If he plays more, if he plays 70% of the games and Swimman doesn't, that's totally fine too. Um, I watched an interview with uh, Jeremy and I, and I thought he was just such a cool dude. So I'm like, he seems like he gets it. He seems like if he's not comfortable, he's okay with taking a back seat to whoever else is in front of him. And I think that like when you're, you know, eager to get into this league and you have that opportunity, of course, take it. But if you're not ready to or you're not feeling it all the way, then that's totally fine too. I think it's just I do think it I forgot we even had Dan Vlar from like at all. Anyways, I didn't know if we had him up with us or if he was gonna be in province. Again, I don't know what province is working with right now though this season. So that should be Kaiser. there was a there was a facebook comment in a bruins group and they were like wait it, it, he was like who the fuck's like gonna be in providence basically exactly uh, and someone responded we have a kaiser guy and like said his name the right way and then said it the wrong way uh like spelt it the wrong way which is just like kaiser k-a-i-s-e-r yeah. um which is like a word but not how his name spelled but i thought i thought it was funny you said it right the first time um and he didn't name anyone else. And I was honestly like, okay, I can't name anyone else, but we have Kaiser and we have the guy we just drafted. He's yeah. not going to be in the AHL. I know. So I was like, 
And I feel like there's another guy there somewhere. There, there are <laughs> hundreds of free agent goaltenders you can sign for signed a- AHL deals. So that's mm-hmm. you can always get a backup AHL goaltender. I, I hope um, Cat makes that call for us. Can tell us <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We can we can call her right now just to yeah, ask like, right hey, now. so who's gonna be on the Providence <laughs> Bruins? And actually, I want to know as a new affiliate, the Maine Mariners. Who are they starting? Really put her goalie not, yes. knowledge to the test. So let's move to another great friend of the pod, Patrick Laverty. Um, he had two questions. Let's start with the one that's related to this. If Swayman and Olmark are playing well when Tuka is ready, what happens then? Um, and I think we kind of addressed that. We'll we'll get this one over with quickly. I think Swayman goes down to the AHL because he's the one who has options, and you ride with Tuca and, and Olmark. Yeah, he's the one you can send down and not put him on waivers. So unless um, it's Swayman, that's absolutely like, yeah, and then just you, destroying the league. Yeah. You know? I take up, I take up a healthy scratch to have Olmark because I, I still think the Bruins might be. F- having healthy scratches as um like younger guys like anton bleed or something i would just not resign tuca if that was happening yeah no 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 no. look you have them all three you have them all three swayman's going off you have tuca but tuca's injury goes back off so you call back up Allmark, or you don't have to call up Allmark. you just i would say if if swayman hasn't like Taken the starting job from Olmark. And oh no, no, I know, well. but th- I'm saying oh, no, no, that this, was the no, no, I'm not, I'm not saying anything against you. I'm just saying, like, to clarify. No, yeah, if, I was just if saying. Swayman if has not taken story. over the starting job. Send him down to the AHL. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But I was just saying in the scenario that he did, and he was <laughs> sick, nasty, broski, swayway. <laughs> Is that the name of the episode? Sick, nasty, whatever. Sick, else. nasty, bro, swayway. <laughs> Sick, nasty broski Sweet. yeah okay um and then uh patrick's other question is how do they make crazy fit with the cap math um cat math cap math uh, fl- uh tampa bay shit i don't know yeah um, just rig they, it, rig the system they, they have to trade jake debrusque and uh hopefully get rid of the john moore and chris wagner contracts i don't see yeah. how else you can make it work I was going to say Chris Wagner and like you said, DeBrusque and that's been talk and I agree with that. And I was going to say also Chris Wagner, maybe and you said it. So yeah, those two to make room. And I think that makes sense. Put the players they signed, they can afford to trade DeBrusque easily. I think at this point. All right. We got Andre Kasha's ghost. Uh, that's, oh, that's, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's uh, Sean Rajat, I believe. Um, emailer dude uh the bruins have like three dollars how are they going to manage to add a left-handed d slash resign crage and rask um let's address the left-handed d part because we already talked about the other ones i i think we a little bit said it which was riley on that second pair i think i think they have what they have at this point on d i don't think they're going any further i think based on the contract they signed riley to um is a really good deal if he had remained that second pair left defenseman. And it looks like after free agency, that's what they're going to do. They're not going to do anything else. They signed Forsbrand or whatever. Forsbrand? I don't know. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, Derek Forbort. 
Four board. Four board. It's it's a very awkward name. I I think no, but that's so I, his nickname now. Forsberg. So back so back before uh, <laughs> back before I wrote for the hockey writers, I I was the the hockey writer for like uh, my my college buddy's blog. Like the, yeah, he just he decided like, hey, let's all just like write articles about sports and we'll be like a, a new thing. Um, you know what everyone was doing around like 2013 um, <laughs> and, the, and they didn't have anybody to write hockey. And I was like, sure, whatever. Um, and I wrote an article that was like the best and worst names in all of hockey. And I put Derek Forbort's name on there because it's just <laughs> so awkward to say. <laughs> um, Orbort. Yeah, I think what the Bruins have signed is what they're going to sign on D. This is your defensive core. Uh, trade deadline moves can further solve that, but doesn't work. But Mike Riley's a capable uh, second pair guy. Chanel, you so. got anything to add? I just feel like um, if you say four ports with a Boston accent, it's easier to say. Oh, oh boy. Oh, incredible. That's I'm, insane. I didn't I'm even not think gonna, of that. That's all oh, I could my. think of was when you guys were saying it. I was like, well, you don't say it correctly. Oh, it's man. Very I'm, easy I'm always on the lookout for like really good Boston sports names. You know so that like, Jack Edwards is going to milk that. It's never it's never better than Noma Gassiapara, but like it just you you can't get that many like Boston syllables into a name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but Derek Fawbois is gonna be pretty you, fucking like, good. Am I lying or like am I crazy? Well, I mean, that... we're gonna hear Brick say that name a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be great. Good luck to him. I feel like he's it's gonna start out the way it was supposed to be said and then eventually get there and by eventually i mean I like think, game two i was thinking in the lineup i was thinking that like uh jack edwards would say it at one point kind of just like not mocking but you know just like in, like faking a boston accent yeah. but you're right brickley is gonna say it all the fucking That's time the only way Brick can <laughs> say things. Yeah. well i mean so on on that note, we'll uh, we'll move to Big Tuna at J underscore Kilburn sixty six. Um, thoughts on Forbert four four bought three by three somehow being better than Suter four by three point six five. If it's win now mode, as Sweeney says, I feel Suter was the better option. One more year on that deal shouldn't be prohibitive when you consider this team won't be very good in four years anyhow. Um, yeah, I mean, I I, I think. Suter is a better hockey player right now, but um, obviously Sweeney and co were thinking, you know, we need to get some more physicality going on uh, in our depth, like bottom six and bottom pairing. So I understand where they were at making that signing. And um, I, I, I do think Suter is a better player, but, you know, once again, if you're going to sign Nick Foligno for three, eight, uh, at 33 years old like what i don't know why you want to sign ryan Suter for four years at 365 when he's 38 or whatever yeah i think um i think something the brumans are also looking at with that deal it's a little bit of insurance because i think uh for brand is uh, <laughs> is gonna be or fallbot is the brand be, um for the brand um i i think he'll 
still be with this team maybe a little down the line, like as that like six pair, because right now you see like a couple of years ago, we thought like the future of this D was so bright. We had Lazam, we had Zaboro, we had Vakaninen. And it's like those guys were going to look in to be in the top two pairs there. But now it's really uncertain. You could see them in the bottom pair now. Um, and Lazan is obviously now with Chanel. Um, Chanel Chanel took Lazan from us, even though you said you were disappointed. But I still think it was your idea. You put the bug in their ear. But anyway, um, <laughs> Chanel, also their Boston Bruins scout. Um yeah, I think I think that's probably part of the reason because I think the Bruins are still trying. They're they're thinking a little bit ahead. You know, they still want to be competitive down the road. The Bruins aren't the kind of franchise that is just going to be like, all right, we're going to go into full rebuild. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna, you know, still try to stay a playoff team or whatever. So, I think that's some insurance. I don't know how big of a difference really would be. I don't think Suter's going to win you the cup or anything. I don't think he's going to be the absolute difference maker. Maybe better in presence, but at, at this know. point in his career, he's pretty much just a, an offensive defenseman. And mm. it'd be really weird to have like, I, I know Grizz and, and Riley are kind of two way guys, but they're also more focused on the offensive side. Yeah. Um, so it'd be weird to have just like all the way down the left side, just like offensive dudes. And yeah, I think full bot. Full full bot. Bot. <laughs> he's kind of a replacement on the PK too for for what Lazan was kind of soaking up there. And Kevin Miller for that matter. You need just kind of a defensive defenseman to take on that role on the second PK unit. Any other takes on Fobot? <laughs> or anything uh, Ryan, else at this juncture? Ryan Seder just doesn't sound the same. Like, you can still bust in it, but you can't, not the way you can say robot. Suda. Yeah, I mean, it's Suda. just not, it's not quite. Yeah, Suda. It just doesn't, not, it doesn't hit the same, you know. I think that's really what was happening in the war room. Like, Cam was like, nah. Hey, have you seen that slap Ray shot from it. Suda? I like to call him Suda the Shooter. <laughs> like, no. All right, Ryjack asks, "Where are my car keys?" Uh, check the freezer, dude. Check check your car. Maybe you locked them in there. Maybe it's a really really bad day. And <laughs> and hilariously, uh, S Bonzi at S Bonzi JT Sports uh, replied to that tweet and said, "Do you think steroid tainted guys like Clemens and Bonds should make the Hall of Fame?" Um, yeah, <laughs> Hall of Fame is. It's a club. It's not like a fucking actual it, thing in a lot of sports. It's really just a club. It's very it's weird. Like you were good. It's it's so, it's so gate kept. It's, it's very a, weird. A, um, in the in the NHL, like the, it has such a weird. I forget who it was, but like the NHL, some guy died, and then like after thirty years of being on the on the ballot, like the year after he died, he got in the hall of fame. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> like either he was good enough or he wasn't. I don't know. Um, yeah. I mean, I think Clemens and bonds, uh, two of the greatest players ever to play baseball. Like to, I, they belong in the hall of fame. I think Pete Rose belongs in the hall of fame. I don't care what they did or didn't do. Like 
the sanctity of the game that shit doesn't matter to me like how fucking awesome were they is what i care about and especially barry bonds had some of the just wildest numbers uh, of anybody it's hard to believe that steroids was all of that <laughs> yeah i mean he was on track to <laughs> like, be a hall of famer even before he started yeah taking steroids so exactly um Okay, Richie Flores, roommate of uh, Cat Silverman and uh, co-host of Sporty with Corey. And oh, Richie I thought you were going to say and Izzy, as if she was like a separate roommate that they have. <laughs> I mean, kind of. <laughs> uh, she like I don't think she pays rent, but <laughs> uh, yeah, she, uh, she makes rent harder to pay. I'm sure the uh, the THPN coyotes podcast sporty with Corey and richie uh you can only drink one beer for the rest of your life non-alcoholic oduls or non-alcoholic heineken thank you um go ahead heineken because i have a special connection with heineken uh heineken grilled a burger for me one time at uh bruden's uh (laughs) season ticket holder event no um um, maybe heineken was a sponsor now it was probably bud light but anyway um or sorry miller light all right note to drew strike that gotta bleep that out um uh no my special connection to heineken it was like it was always that beer that was there and i was like ah yeah sure i'll have a heineken you know like I don't like like a lot of uh, like my macro brews, you know, but Heineken's always kind of just been one of those. It's like, all right, I'll turn to this. Sure. If I have an option of like three of those macro brews, it'd be like, oh, Heineken's probably one of the better ones. And they're one of the ones I'm drawn to uh, compared to like a Bud Light or something. I don't like Bud Light. So Chanel, you got any fire takes on this? <laughs> all right uh for me i yeah i think i'd go with heineken i've never had either of them so i don't know i've had but... oduls thinking it was an actual beer one time what did it taste like what would you what a, is a it, beer what... like it, it was it was a little easier drinking because it's basically like they don't like replace the alcohol with more beerness it's just like more water so okay but it tasted like a, a beer would because i think most of a beer taste masks the alcohol taste. It's just like, you know, I feel like I would, is. I would probably go with Heineken because that's a familiar flavor. I, I wouldn't want to take my chances with O'Doul's because I don't know what it is, but I just, I've never had the Heineken non-alcoholic. One. If it, so the, the reason why Heineken tastes like it does is because they put it in a, a green bottle and uh, import it from, uh the netherlands yeah so dude the green bottle is really what sets it apart like what beer rolling rock goes with green rolling rock is green as well um and so like over the course of shipping and and everything it gets kind of skunked and so that's the that's the distinct flavor of of heineken and also kind of what happens to corona because it's clear bottles um you would notice that those two beers have similar flavors um yeah i'm drinking not, i just drank corona i need it's, another it's beer. not an, uh, to me it's not an offensive flavor it's uh it uh, a lot of people don't like it but uh, i like how you used offensive 
Well, yeah, it's not it's an a, offensive. It, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't feel I, attacked. I, well, and a lot of people don't like it, and uh, I'm I'm not like the biggest fan, but at least it would be a familiar flavor, and I would. Um, feel like i wouldn't hate it also i feel like if i could only drink two beers for the rest of like two type one of two types of beers for the rest of my life and they were both not alcoholic i would probably just stop drinking beer <laughs> switch to friday shots only yeah <laughs> um should i grab another beer i mean that's the end of the questions if you guys want to oh. keep uh, chatting about everything else that's fine well are we going to <laughs> I'll, I'll leave that up to chanel yeah we're the ones wasting her time yeah um i was just trying to think if i had any other funny stories to tell from my trip but i really don't think i do so apparently um your guys's favorite former boss current boss the flying or Ooh. Um, I'm supposed to supposed to schedule um, a little Zoom night for us at some point for the gang to get together, um, so you can hear me repeat a lot of what I told you tonight. So. Yeah, it's it's been a while since we've had definitely a, don't a have full to show on up roasting. So I know, I know, I haven't talked to him in so long. I feel like it might just be like a roast of Nick going that <laughs> night. So buy your tickets now. If I am at work. I will tune in just to hear you roast him. I, I will appear from Bertucci's and just be like, all right, I'm making a pizza right now, but I need to listen to this roast. So I'm like yeah. uh, a few hundred words into my first uh, Bruins Diehards article in maybe like a year. <laughs> it's a Space Jam's hot in the street, so I, uh, I need to follow through on that article. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening to Brews and Bruins episode, unfortunately not 69, but 68. But hey, we have a big episode scheduled for next week, too. So it's yeah, just going, as we're, we're going, going. We're going back to back. We're going back to back with Who's next week? hockey celebrities. Um, we'll get to that in a second. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> we'll tell Chanel after this recording's over. And you will know on Tuesday. So goodbye. That is bad. I'll let go.